I'm just living my dream job on the moment. I mean, I'm I'm helping people by using my own creativity and using the most cool technology I can imagine. As consultants, we're always focused on making learning journeys blended and also that they work in the now. Uh, the future is now, not tomorrow. Hi, you're listening to the Learning Company Podcast. My name is Jim Morris, and I'm happy to be your host. This podcast discusses what it means for organizations and employees to stay relevant in today's rapidly changing world. In today's episode, I bring learning and development as my plus one to the relevance party as we discuss today's topic, making blended learning. And my guests today are Theo Albers, blended learning consultant, and Ben Klinkhammer, learning technologies consultant, both from Relevance, the learning company. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Nice Thanks for having you. us. It's good to have you here. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I've been looking forward to this one. I, I've got the feeling we're going to talk about cool stuff. Cool stuff that's going to warm our listeners up to the, the potential, the power, the, the possibilities of blended learning. So I'm curious, what's cool for you guys? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Well, Jim, I, to be honest, I don't know where to start. I mean, I'm just living my dream job on the moment. I mean, I'm, I'm helping people by using my own creativity and using the most cool technology I can imagine uh, just to give them that little bump, that little nudge. So that, yeah, really grinds my gears. Yeah. For me, Jim, it's, it's really that making that connection between technology and people. You know, from, from when I was back at school, I already loved explaining. Well, I was the person everybody came to always, you know, like, oh, my computer isn't working. What am I doing wrong? I loved helping people with that. And uh, throughout my studies, I realized that that's really what I want to do. Mm. And uh, here at Relevance, it's, uh, yeah, it's like Theo says, it's kind of like a dream come true. Uh, we, we can do this every day now. Um, we, we connect people with the technologies and we see, you know, the smiles on their faces after the learning journey is completed. Um, having learned new things, having been able to apply all these things. And that, that just, you know, it, that gets me out of bed in the morning, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm hearing helping people, I'm hearing a certain amount of creative freedom that you get. Uh, Teo, putting you on the spot, coolest thing in the last couple of weeks that you've done, what's the thing where you thought, yes, this is why I do this job? Oh, Jim, I just flew back from Stuttgart okay. a few days ago where I pitched a, a new proposal mm -hmm. and uh, really to see the, the faces of our potential uh, customers, uh, it really made me feel good. Yeah, nodding. It's a confirmation that what you're doing yeah. is, is worthwhile and good. Definitely. Ben? I think this podcast, you know, it's, uh, it's new to me, but it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's one of the things that we get to do now and then, yeah. um, uh, new stuff. Uh, it's just such a varied um, workload that we have. And doing this today is really, uh, yeah, you know, cherry on top for me, uh, even yeah. though it's still the beginning of the week. Well, this is your opportunity, gentlemen. You can spread the word. You can spread your message about, about blended learning. So I'm going to start with the question we always start with, and that's the surprise, the thing that you didn't expect once you started digging deeper into this topic of blended learning. And Ben, perhaps if I can turn to you first, what was the thing that you didn't expect to discover when you got into blended learning? Right. So I've always been happy working with computers and with people and especially connecting the two together. Mm. Um, it's my passion. It's what I really like doing. Um, so maybe it was a misconception of me that I thought everybody likes doing that. Everybody likes working with computers, with software, with programs, but that's not the case. So I suppose that was a surprise to me. 
Um, you know, it's not really a surprise, but it's a real challenge to get participants to engage proactively with the technical side of these things. Mm -hmm. It's something that a lot of us aren't uh, truly familiar with, certainly in terms of after the pandemic, learning changed. And so we were almost forced to have to embrace this side of the technology for us to be able to communicate and learn uh, yeah, and in some ex to some extent, that was a uh, uh, something beneficial that came out of COVID, mm. which is that people had to embrace these technologies. Yeah. So even though it was kind of like a negative to start, it was a positive in the end um, because we now see that people are much more willing and much more able to use these systems that we offer them in their blended learning journeys. Yeah, we've become more familiar with it, so it becomes easier. Teo, the surprise, what, what didn't you expect? Well, Jim, what, what surprised me, and it's uh, elaborating on what uh, Ben just said, is it's more from the creative side and for the um, development side that there's so much possibilities, there's so much technology to engage people, but it's not used all the time. Mm. And uh, it really struck me. That most of the times when we sell something as blended learning, it's just uh, some homework uh, and the facilitator led session. Yeah. Uh, but there are possibilities to make really immersive journeys. Mm. It's, and it's not used all the time. Well, I hope that both of you are going to tell us a little bit more about all of those uh, possibilities and the plethora of, of options that are out there. We've all got our ideas about blended learning. And Ben has possibly touched on that already, that, that we kind of in the beginning were a little bit sceptical or we weren't sure, and that's why we don't all love computers the way Ben does. So what's a, what's a misconception? What, what are we forgetting? What, what's, what's the misconception about blended learning? Well, I think it's a big misconception that blended learning journeys are created with like the click of a button. You mm. know? It's not just taking a classroom training, uh, you know, doing doing half an hour's work, and all of a sudden you have a, a great blended learning experience. Mm. Learning methods that are used in a classroom setting, they just require a different approach when you do them online. Mm. And making the whole feel as an integrated sum of its parts, yeah. so to say, um, you know, that that's a challenge and a skill, I suppose. Um, the learner's experience is really crucial for success. So that means ease of access. It means clear communication, um, how the learning journey flows. Um, you know, it all makes or breaks this learner experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose we, we, we call ourselves experts in this field and come up with solutions together with our customers that they simply work. Yeah, and, and I'm sure solutions that they simply didn't know were out there. And that's what you are providing as 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 experts, uh, both of you working for for Relevance, the, the learning company. So, how does the blended team at Relevance help training programs be relevant for people and organisations? As consultants, we're always focused on making learning journeys blended, and also that they work in the now. Uh, the future is now, not tomorrow. And uh, with blended, we do not mean just to include technologies for the sake of it but we want to include technologies to actually facilitate transfer to the workplace. Mm. And, and just to get back to that COVID point earlier, um, it has had a big impact on how people learn. You know, classroom training became impossible almost overnight, uh, but we switched quickly to virtual sessions in our blended programs, making sure that the learners could keep up their planning. And, um, you know, it, it did require upskilling of our facilitators, in virtual meeting tools like Teams and Zoom and the such. Um, and also reimagining 
many of the learning activities that used to be classroom only. So this flexibility, I suppose, and creativity uh, in solution finding, they're really in our DNA at Relevance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it really forced us to, to, to also to look at the, the working methods we used. So some things can work online and some things work in the classroom. But yeah, if, if you look at, for example, Gen Z or the millennials, I mean, they're really mobile, right? I mean, it's, it looks like their phone's almost glued to the hands all the time. So it's it's really a challenge for us to talk to them right there yeah. on, on that point. So They would be an example, perhaps, Ben, of people who are a little bit more in love with computers than maybe a different generation. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, they are. They're also very challenging in the sense that they want stuff right away, right now. They want it yesterday. Do you mean, I was going to say, challenging means impatient. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> but, but, but it's okay because the, um, the technologies that we use and also, you know, offering the blended learning on the mobile phone, you know, it's a, it's a standard, it's a given. Yeah. Uh, it really helps them to connect quickly whenever they want. Well, it has to be. It has to be now. Blended learning has to work. It has to be easy for me and it has to be now. And we're living in a Spotify, Netflix, order before 11, tomorrow it's in your home world. So it has to be quick. My attention span isn't going to wait around for blended learning that isn't going to work for me and work quickly for me. Exactly, Jim. I mean, they want to learn wherever, whenever they want. And we, we facilitate that also by... Uh, supplying them with short learning nuggets they can access on their couch, in the train, on the loo, even if they like to. Yeah, so I really feel that we're a link in the chain for all for all these blended trainings that we deliver. Um, and with me, with we, I mean uh, the blended learning team. Yeah. Um, you know, we hit on multiple stages, like co-design with uh, together with the customer, um, development, implementation of all these technical online solutions. We make sure to always have that learner and um, you know the client's experience and the learner's experience in mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, Ben. I mean, we also co-design with our with the customers and with our stakeholders. Uh, I mean, together with with the other consultants, we really help to shape the didactical delivery. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Also, we've noticed that um, you know customers they have their own learning management system or learning experience platforms, and you know they're really invested in them sometimes already. Uh, and what we do is uh, the learning journeys that we create, we, um, we make sure that they, you know, uh, they're easily accessible through their existing uh, platforms. Right. So you don't come with a hard sell and say you've got to use our system. We can link and, and connect to your learning management exactly, system. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wonderful. There's multiple options that we give to the, to the customers. Yeah. And um, we make it just fit the way that it works best for them. Yeah. yeah. But of course, we have our preferences. I mean... Uh, we work together with CrossKnowledge, that's our partner, and what this enables us to really uh, steer on data. Mm. So really get insights in uh, what learning activities are engaging, uh, what works for people and what don't, and uh, so we can adjust accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another great thing that I think might separate us from the rest mm -hmm. is um, our professional facilitators. So we work with uh, hundreds of uh, facilitators, trainers all over the world, and uh, making sure that they also are able to embrace that technology and work on this online platform uh, during the course of a uh, learning journey is in incredibly important. Because this is a new skill that a lot of facilitators have got to learn then, how to engage and how to interact with a group. It's very different to suddenly doing everything face-to-face. -face. It is. Uh, live, you're now uh, leading what we call facilitator-led sessions. Is that, that's, the, that's the term, I believe. Yep. Definitely. And besides that, there's also asynchronous learning. It's really 
a different thing for people to work on an online learning platform uh, in, as opposed to working in a live session. Mm. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. You, you need to stay visible to the learner on an online platform. Yeah. You know, it's not a live session at that moment. So how do you do that? So we, we train and certify our people to be able to do that in a, in a really good way. Mm. Uh, you know, you can think about, um, you know, weekly, there will be there will be multiple moments where they are uh, present there on that online platform and they will, would be responding to people's um, questions uh, or facilitate, you know, the social part of the learning. Yeah. Um, really try to get, uh, you know, the best out of the learners by asking them, you know, challenging questions. Yeah. And, uh, and also, you know, the basics, like making sure they do uh, attendance registration of their virtual sessions or uh, make sure that, you know, assignments that were sent in by the, by the learners are actually reviewed and given feedback on. It sounds great because there's even more contact than there used to be between the facilitator and the participant. Before, it might just have been a, a sort of hectic one or two days on location somewhere, but this ensures that there is an ongoing contact, the ability to respond, to offer advice, to coach online throughout an entire learning journey. Exactly, exactly. The, the best thing about my work, I, I think, is we like to experiment with using new uh, technologies, learning technologies. I mean, for example, I've created a, a scenario-based learning through interactive video where people really practice with, uh, with difficult conversations online, uh, before they really actually practice with the with the facilitator. Wow. Yeah, wow. we use uh, sometimes a chatbot. Help, help help me out. Help us out, Ben. A chatbot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like something you might not want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know who wants a chatbot? But uh, in in very specific learning scenarios, a chatbot can be very interesting. Mm. You know, um, it lets um, it it puts somebody a scenario to somebody. And they would be able to respond by typing in their answer. Okay. And um, based on that answer, the chatbot would respond. So very specific scenarios. It can be an interesting um, new way of learning. Yeah. And also, you know, like like Theo said before, we we really like to experiment. So we also experiment with different ways of evaluating training. For example, mm. something we might uh, touch upon. Yeah. later as well. Sure. Just coming back briefly to the idea of a chatbot. Are there any other? exciting new developments that you can tell us about oh yeah yeah definitely jim i mean i'm really stoked about this new technology it's mm -hmm. uh called mersion mersion okay Mersian. Yeah. yeah and actually it's a coach it's a trainer and it's an actor in one it really puts you in a pressure cooker and you you experience different scenarios in a very short period of time so mersion so i'm i'm now working with an avatar but there is a human being behind the animated person that I see on the screen. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Very quickly, the cynic in me would say, why don't I just talk to the human being? Why does there have to be an avatar between the human being and me? What is the added value? It, it just creates the right amount of distance between you and the actor. Okay. Uh, which would be really makes you feel uh, safe enough to really experiment with new behavior. In that, And the added value is also that they really can put you in different situations in a short period of time because yeah. the human uh, the actor can use multiple avatars at the same time he controls okay so one person can be up to five or six different people exactly that sounds great so uh chat box uh, immersion working with avatars just a couple of examples of, of how innovative and how new this technology uh, is 
So it sounds like blended learning is a full concept. It brings together multiple ways of learning and by involving the work setting during the learning journey, it has impact and direct effect and, and people can learn when and wherever they want, even on the loo, as we heard. So the way we like to run our blended learning programs is really having a kickoff together with the group where um, you know, the expectations are set and people get motivated. Mm-hmm. And then you do that online social learning together with your peers and that facilitator we mentioned earlier. Uh, the group then experiments in a safe classroom or virtual environment. And they then transfer and apply that learning to the work floor. Yeah. And it's kind of like a cycle as well, because a learning journey might last several weeks or sometimes even months. right? So it's, it's really great to be able to go through this cycle every time and start implementing what you learn on the work floor. Yeah. And yeah. then later on getting back with your group, talk it, talk it through what's working, what's not working so well. Sometimes it's on the part of the organization where there's barriers, you know, that the implementation cannot really happen because of XYZ reason. Mm. Um, so this whole thing makes it relevant for the individual learner, also for the group and even for the organization um, because of, of the direct application of that new behavior in the workplace. Yeah. It's really, really the most yeah. important thing, really. Yeah, so actually it's the, the flip the classroom principle we're yeah, talking yeah. about here. Yeah. I mean, we really put the, the theory and the models in, into the online environments for people to learn so they can really apply them later uh, in the safe environment yeah. uh, during the, the facilitator-led sessions. Well, maybe the flip the classroom is a nice bridge because I'd like you both to expand a little bit more on that. I mean, there's there's no doubt that uh, blended learning is is there. It's important. It's visible. Sometimes it's, it's invisible. It, it, it's omnipresent, if you like. So why should we sign up? There are plenty of people listening. Why sign up for, for this way of working? Well, I think relevance is especially good at that soft skill domain. Hmm. Um, so these are transferable people skills. They'll last you a lifetime. And we make them fun and engaging to do. Uh, you know, it's not a boring three-day classroom where a trainer just sits and sends and sends to you. But yeah. in, instead, it's, it's a very blended approach where you can experiment, you can learn with your peers, you have access to a professional facilitator multiple weeks, multiple months. Yeah. And um, yeah, again, really, the most important part of that is being able to apply it directly to your work setting. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, and maybe I'll repeat myself again, but the young generations, uh, they're, they're especially more mobile than ever. I mean, our learning journeys really go where they go. I mean, accessible from the smartphones. Mm. But this isn't exclusive to young generations. Blended learning affects all of us. So even, you know, dare I say it, people my age uh, will be engaged by this. I I don't want to sit in a, what was the word, uh, Ben, a boring three-day classroom Mm -hmm. session anymore. And and those days are are gone. And thank goodness they are. Uh, I mean, you say it shouldn't be boring. Give us an example. What's a, I don't know, a fun element in a typical learning program that you guys might uh, uh, design? Well, what? Jim, what's really fun is when we work with gamification. And I mean, basic gamification, you know, we work with points, people can deserve uh, badges, leaderboards, uh, but we can also expand on that and really take the gamification to the classroom. Hmm. Yeah, for example, we, we work with partners like Act Inc. Oh, I've, yeah, I've worked with them, providing training actors and uh, all sorts of things to uh, embellish our workshops, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. It gives us a really large toolbox so we actually can do like escape rooms. Hmm. 
uh, and, and really see how people interact uh, in, in that setting with each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah gamification always strikes me as the thing that's going to create a sense of competition, a bit of adrenaline with, with participants, that sort of thing, which is good for things to stick and good to get people learning. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that I think is fun that we do is we make sure people during the kickoff already, they're usually paired up uh, as a buddy, mm-hmm. and that they get a buddy. And um, the good thing with the buddy system really is that it it holds your you know uh, it holds you accountable yeah. to, to successfully going through that learning journey. And um, uh, we try to make it really really fun, you know, that it's not um, that that it's a real moment of. Um, Getting feedback from your buddy and uh, after experimenting on the work floor, getting back with your buddy to discuss what worked well, what didn't work so well, then go back into that uh, online environment and talk with a bigger group about these things. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're not alone in the learning journey. No. Yeah, you feel part of a bigger whole. And um, that makes it more fun as well. Yeah, you're yeah. not alone and, and you're having fun. And when you're having fun, you're learning. Things stick when you're having fun, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's really great to see also after. A thing we call the harvest and growth sessions. You see those buddies. Most of the times, they they keep in contact and they kind of become friends and have a beer together. And that's uh, yeah, that's heartwarming to see. I like that terminology. Harvest and growth. Great, great. Uh, it sounds good. Uh, I, I like the concept of having fun. I understand the concept of buddies. And you've told us about some cool stuff. But I want to put you on the spot because yeah, okay. So what? I mean, how effective is it really? How do you measure? The effect you're telling us that blended learning is the future you're telling us that this adds true value it's the new way of learning but how do i know that how am i measuring the effect that this is really having on my participants yeah it's a, it's a, it's a great question there's a lot of anecdotes we could give um but let me start by saying that you know first and foremost it's very important that we understand what the customer actually wants to know and mm. uh, what they see as being success uh, we might have an idea. Yeah, because sometimes you've got to tell them what they don't know because it's such a broad subject, right? You're you're saying this is these are the possibilities. There's yeah. that element as well. Yeah. Yeah. So knowing upfront what you want to measure at mm. the end of during the the journey is very important. So we we take time to discuss this with the, with the customers. Mm. It's not a one size fits all. Um, so we have well thought out midway and end of course surveys. Mm-hmm. So they help us adjust you know, where needed, or even during the learning journey. Right. If we get some feedback that really indicates we need to take action, we can do that. So you've got your finger on the pulse exactly. the whole time. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Besides that, the project managers that we have on each project, they have regular update meetings with the, with the customers, you know, in, uh, in which the effective, effectiveness of that ongoing training is discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's important that the customer themselves also keep an eye on the training's effect from within the organization. We can't see everything. And like I mentioned before, if there's barriers or if there's a lack of time or whatever it could be, it's important that that, that there's commitment from the organization, from the customer themselves to have that, um, you know, that that breeding ground for learning, have have that sorted out. So you can support, but you're also saying there is an element where you say to a customer, you are also responsible for your own learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it would be just horrible for them if later on, you know, out of evaluations, it would appear mm. that um, the learning didn't land because there were internal barriers. Right, right. So we're, we're, we've got a blended learning journey and at various touch points along the way, you can 
you've got your finger on the pulse and if things need to be adapted or changed or yeah. a little bit of a nudge needs to be given then then you can do that yeah definitely i mean yeah. and besides surveys i mean surveys are of course a great way to evaluate the, the opinion of the learner i mean did you did you like the lunch did you like the training but we also use like to use a, like a 360 tool where we really measure the impact of uh, on the surroundings of the learner yeah so how is the uh, the new behavior really applied to the work floor and you can really see if your colleagues see any change. And a 360 that's done at the start of the journey and also at the end of the journey, how should I see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's even integrated with the um, with the online learning platform that we use. So we, ha we have a whole range of 360 uh, evaluation tools. To really make the, the change visible so that people can see uh, Definitely. where progress or not has, has been made. Exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. Gentlemen, I, I've got the feeling we could talk all day about blended learning. It is such a, a cool subject and there are various things that I'm sure we haven't touched upon. We have to bring it to a close. Uh, we're running out of time rapidly. Um, but I do want to end with a question that I ask all of our guests and I'm going to ask you the same thing. We don't want this to end necessarily just because the podcast is coming to an end and people will turn off their radio or their listening device but how can they continue to discover and learn more about this? So I'm going to ask you both for your, your gift to our listeners today. What's the thing that they can check out, that they can log into, that they can watch or read after this podcast? If I turn to you first, Teo, what's your, what's your gift to the listeners today? Well, I prepared a gift together with, uh, with Ben. And actually the gift is to, to ask yourself the question, is your training portfolio still 2022 worthy? I mean, is it a, still a blended mix of online and classroom learning? Uh, and does it really measure also the transfer and application to the workplace? I mean, is it easy accessible? Is it mobile? Is it engaging? Is it full of social learning moments? And if you say no to any of these, we invite you to reinvigorate your training together with us, of course. Because next to new programs, we can also help you to reshape your existing training sessions. Wow. Yeah. Just click on the link included with this podcast to do this quick reinvigorate steps. Check. Oh, I like that, Ben. Are you making reinvigorate into your reinvigorate steps? Yeah, it's just a quick quick check. I mean, that's going to make me look up, look it up straight away. Just that, brilliant. Yeah, and and it's a great way to just determine if your current programs are twenty two blended worthy. Great, gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been a, a joy talking to you about the, the cool stuff. My pleasure. Thank you for having us, Jim. Thank My you. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Learning Company podcast. If you're interested in finding out more, please email us at info at relevancelearning.com. Join us next time when we will explore more topics to help you stay relevant now and in the future. <laughs>